told me. Awesome. <laughs> How's that? Is that better? Can you hear me? What a shit show today. 7.04, starting four minutes late. Guest should have been here at 7 a.m. Daniel Rodriguez, number 15th ranked welterweight in the UFC. Uh, 6-0, I think, in his last six fights. Maybe he had a uh, decision in there. Um, an incredible, incredible story. Uh, 34 years old, not a young fighter. And he looks like he has no showed me. We were texting yesterday. This is the third fighter that hasn't uh, shown up on the show. I guess that's the dilemma of doing live shows. There's always a chance someone's not going to show up and I'm going to get stuck here with my thumb in my ass. Uh, thank you. Thanks for the heads up of telling me I'm muted. It only took someone four minutes to tell me. This is the bad part about doing the show by myself. When the guest doesn't show up, I'm just stuck here looking at a picture of myself. I'm starting to sweat because I feel like shit because the guest didn't show up. Uh, the good news is, is Sunday we have a great show show for you with James Hobart and Justin Medeiros. Man, getting these fighters is hard. Getting these fighter fight managers is hard. They're, they have the toughest schedules in the world. I bet you it'll be easier as the show grows, right? Easy to stiff a guy who's in the CrossFit space only. But as the show grows, thanks to you guys, I think the, the uh, people I'm trying to interview will become a little more receptive. I'm going to give this guy two more minutes. Unfortunately, that means you guys have to listen to me just fill dead air for two minutes, and then I'm going to get off. I'm checking my text now to see if he's responded. Nothing. It was Daniel Rodriguez, UFC fighter, uh, number 15th ranked. He just made the top 15, which is huge in, in, in the sport of fighting. Uh He's got a fantastic backstory, fantastic backstory. He's a guy who worked and earned everything that he's got. I pr probably most of these fighters have. Uh, and, and we need to hear more and more of those stories these days. People who do less complaining and put their head down and do more hard work. But I don't think he's going to show. I started getting suspicious last night. Do you know how tempting it is also when I know that they're not going to show or they don't show just not to go live? But I figured, shit, I already put it on the schedule. There's already people waiting. I owe it to you guys at least to show my face so you could laugh at me. I get up at 6 a.m. so I can be ready at 7 a.m. for this show. What do I do now? Go back to sleep? Find another guest? I did... Uh, text Devin Lorette to see if he wanted to come on and make a cameo this morning. We could have done a short show with him, but he's already training. All right, guys. Sorry. 132 shows, and this is the third time this has happened. That's not bad. It's okay, Sevon. We enjoy hearing you talk. What did you think about yesterday's podcast with Hopper? It, uh, Leslie, that, you know, it's interesting. There was a whole variety of responses in my DMs. Some people felt really bad for Hopper, and other people thought it was great, and they loved seeing the banter back and forth. It was such a wide spectrum. It, it's, it, I, and, and particularly this one guy who felt bad for Hopper, he even admitted, like, hey, that reminds me of myself being hazed by my friends. So... Thanks. Take it easy, Savon. Yeah, can you see me sweating? Because my guest isn't here. I'm just like, I got the, the, the mustache sweat and 
Don't give up on the UFC, guys. I'm a big fan of UFC. I think you, your personality is perfect for interviewing fighters. Yeah, you know what, too, Jacob? I, I, I watched 20 interviews with Daniel Rodriguez yesterday, and I watched probably 50 interviews with Patty, Patty the Batty. And it's going to be so different the, the way I interview them. Everyone wants to talk to them about fighting. I want to talk to them about their childhood. What like? I want to talk to them about growing up. I want to talk to them about working hard. I, it's not going to be anything like – I want to be their friends. It's not going to be anything like the interviews that they've done before, and uh, I've enjoyed I, I've enjoyed a couple of the ones I've done so far, especially the one with Mo Miller, the one I did with uh, who was the guy I did Reggie Northrup last week. That was tough. That was tough. I think he was stoned out of his mind, and the audio connection was bad, so that was tough. I did like him though, but just do some Q and A. I'm sure people would like to hear. Sure, I sure if I see if I see. Uh, would you ever dare to interview Greg? Yeah, I speak to Greg uh, on the regular. He um, he will be coming on the show probably more than once. There's just for legal reasons he just hasn't popped his head up over the. Uh, he hasn't popped his head out yet. But once once everything's all in the clear, and you know, I think that the sale is 100 percent complete. We'll be seeing a lot of Greg. It's getting very close to that. It's getting very very close to that. I shouldn't say. Yeah, I guess you could call it once the sale is 100% complete. Does that make sense to you? I mean, it's complete, but it's just not complete. But I, but but yeah, I would I would love to have I would love to have Greg on. It was uh it was basically 15 years that I spoke to him 20 times a day. I I don't know if all of you know this or any of you know this, but I also lived with Greg for three years in the early, in the early years when I had uh, my wife and I both lived with him and we raised Avi in his house for the first year of my uh, son's life. So when I say that I worked 365 days a year, 24 seven for CrossFit, I really did. One of my favorite, you know, I really enjoy, as long as there's a good audio connection, I pretty much enjoy interviewing everyone. I don't like doing podcasts. I don't like going on podcasts. Chris Cooper just released a podcast that I was on. The only reason why I did it is because I really like Chris and he came onto my podcast. But people I like to interview, as long as we have a good connection, I'm down. Um, it's funny, like, I, I, I joke, I make all the jokes about Laura Horvat and, uh, and, and Colton Mertens, but like, that's the challenge, right? Those are the challenges. What you saw there is, I, I I started self-reflecting on the podcast and how bad it was going in the podcast and I thought I thought that was great. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Everyone has a price. Oh, you mean this unbuyable? I agree. I agree. Do you want to know the irony of this shirt? I'm going to show you the back of this shirt. When when CrossFit was when when Lauren Glassman was trying to rip CrossFit apart basically and sell her half to some venture capitalist, Greg made this shirt basically saying CrossFit was unbuyable. But the irony is is that it wasn't unbuyable. He sold it. So <laughs> it's a funny shirt. Is Jason in his own head when talking to him privately? Is when you and Brian ask him questions about competitors and competition? Oh. That I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Part of me doesn't even want to go there because I don't want to talk about my relationship with him outside of what you guys see on the podcast. Not that it's like a secret, but just out of respect. But I really like him. He's fun. He's cool. He's a homie. He's a he. He's the kind of guy like you'd want as your neighbor. He's good people. His wife's cool shit too. The little bit I've interacted with her. Uh, I found Laura's the toughest to watch. Yeah, it's 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 tough to do too. But what do you mean tough to watch? Just like made you uncomfortable. Like you thought, oh, this is weird. Um, that the conversation isn't flowing. Is that what you mean by toughest to watch? I mean, it's kind of fun, isn't it? It's kind of like watching. It's watching like a a train wreck of a podcast, but then the people also know it. Like we weren't trying to save it. We're like, just like, Oh shit, this is fucked up. Kind of like this one. Kind of like this one. Like, is that what you mean? Uh, good dudes, coffee with heavy cream. Would you ever interview Katrin? Sorry to poke. Uh, yeah, I would interview her for sure. For sure. Don't you feel, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, it would be very uncomfortable, by the way, though, Jason. Like, it would be fucking weird, right? But I would totally do it. I mean, I, I sort of like the uncomfortable. I've always liked uncomfortable stuff. Don't you feel that it brings the best out of you, putting yourself into a situation that scares you, doing podcast? Yes, yes, 100%. I don't even, the truth is, is I really don't enjoy, I enjoy doing the podcast. I hate everything else about it because it's just because it's so uncomfortable and makes me anxious. But once it gets going, like once we get into the first like five or 10 minutes and I forget that I don't like doing podcasts, it's awesome. Greg stepping down was so out and bow down to left this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what you're saying, but yes. Yes. And, and, and the, the irony is this. You were looking at one of the most inclusive things and beneficial things ever to be on the planet in my lifetime. Uh, a health and wellness program where everything was given away free on the, on, the, on the internet, everything. And that's how people like me could afford to do it in the early days. That's how we found it. And it was against the advice of all the people in Greg's circle, all the Silicon Valley types, all the, the advisors who saw that he ha had something that was going to be huge. And they said, don't give it away free. Don't give it away free. And he did give it away free. And obviously, it was crazy inclusive because it spread to 162 countries on all and on all the continents, including Antarctica. And if you want to really, really put that in perspective, start googling around and seeing how many uh, continents or countries Starbucks is on, or McDonald's, or Apple, and you will be blown away. CrossFit has no peer in that respect, and and yet. He was attacked for not being inclusive. And if you knew Greg, and, and, and I'm not saying any of this, and I've said this a thousand times before, I'm not saying any of this to defend Greg. I like Greg and I are very good friends, but like we have our problems too. And he's he's a very um strong character. But 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 the thing that they hug hung him for is is not what he is guilty of. He was I'm, I'm telling you, he was the kind of guy you walk down the street and he would stop and talk and make eye contact with every homeless person. Like if he knew that like you had struggles with being gay or anything like that, he was the guy, he was in your corner. Like he, he lived a very, very hard childhood and he had deep, deep, uh, I mean, only he knows if it was empathy, but, but he appeared to what would 
look like have very, very deep empathy for people who are struggling. And, um, there were very few people who were as generous as him. And, uh, and now you look at CrossFit and it's the least inclusive it's ever been by far 10,000 fold. Like now it's a business and it's just crazy. It's just, it's just crazy. It's just crazy to me that people don't, that people don't see that, that they didn't see that. People always think the grass is going to be greener on the other side of the hill. It really is not. Do you feel like the closeness of the affiliates has gone because we've forgotten where we came from, or do you feel that at all? I don't know. I, I, I in, I don't know. That I, I don't, I don't really know. I'd have to think about that a little more. Uh, so many people have an idea of who Greg is, and I feel like no one really got to know him. Would be good to see that. Yeah, he is a. Um, I always thought of him as a sort of a mixture of Albert Einstein, Ernest Hemingway, and Tupac. Um, he was a pleasure to be with uh, a, a lot of times. I mean, he could get really, really wound up and be a tornado and be vicious also. I mean, like vicious. Um, but it was a uh, – it's awesome. I shouldn't say was. I, I mean, I still get to talk to him all the time. He's great. It's so fun talking to him. He says the coolest shit. He's so smart. He can just put words together in a way that you've never heard them put together, and you will start thinking differently. It's fantastic. Who do you think would be a better match for Brian, Laura or Danielle? I think they would both eat him alive. I I don't understand. He could have both. Like he should he should date both. I mean, he should have two girlfriends. Uh, the Ghost of Versailles. The irony: the community is all about being inclusive, loving, forgiving. But then one mistake was taken out of context. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't even a mistake. There's nothing wrong with the comment Floyd nineteen. People people say it's insensitive. Go fuck yourself. What does that even mean? Like, like basically, he was looking out for for the black community. He was looking out for the health of the world. It's just fucking insane. I would love I would love to put someone like George Floyd, who is high on fentanyl, high on meth, drunk driving around their neighborhood and all i ask is that you have your three kids on tricycles riding around in the street and let him drive around your neighborhood for an hour and let me know how you feel i really i really want you to do that i want you to i want you to think about that just think about that it's fucking insane your kids in the street on tricycles and let Someone who's high on meth, high on fentanyl, and drunk drive laps around your neighborhood in their car while your kids try to play in the streets. What sport does Avi like most? It seems like skateboarding just off your videos. Uh, he really likes tennis, man. He really likes tennis. He, uh, I mean, he likes skateboarding. He really likes tennis. I think he really likes the... Um, I don't know if he likes jiu-jitsu, but he loves the jiu-jitsu school he goes to, Garth Taylor's. So... It, yeah. Tomorrow I'll meet Eric Rosa because he's in Italy on tour. I feel like I'm betraying you. Seba. No, no, you're not betraying me. Enjoy him. Enjoy him. Hey, hey, hey. That, that, there is no, there, it's, it's not like that. Enjoy him. He's, uh, good, good on him that he's doing the tour, that he's going to Europe. He's, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's in his, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I don't know what's in his heart, but he's in an incredibly, incredibly tough, 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 tough position. I just saw an email that went out from CrossFit Inc. where they are selling 
the 11 L1 lectures. You can buy all 11 L1 lectures for $250. Now, that that's just insane, right? Because those were free on the internet forever when Greg owned the company, and Greg would have never sold those lectures. But now that it's an inclusive company, <laughs> they're selling them. It's fucking amazing. But anyway, but he has to do that. He has to make money for the investors. I mean, I, I, I have to imagine Eric Rosa owns less than 5% of CrossFit. If you were stuck with one barbell weight for the rest of your life, what would it be? If you would have asked me that 10 years ago, I'd have said 135. But like the other day, what did I, I – the other day I did uh, – I was just doing 65-pound uh, – I was, I was riding the assault bike for 10 calories and then doing 10 um, – 10 clean and jerks with 65 pounds. And I did that for 10 rounds. So, so probably something pretty light. Have you seen the movie coming out about the William Scissor? No, but I saw the preview and I cried. I saw the preview and I cried. The army paid for my L1. Good stuff. That's awesome. That's awesome. Did you like it, Anthony? Tell me how great it was or how much it sucked. Did it change your life? You want to talk about some other controversial shit too? You want to talk about abortion? I was looking at the abortion numbers on the CDC website. Basically, basically in a nutshell, since 1973, and these numbers are a little, little loosey-goosey, but just for the sake of this conversation, since 1973, there's been a million abortions every year in the United States. So that's like... Like we're approaching like, what is that, 40, 40 or 50 million abortions since 1973. And I was just imagining like visualizing that like a pile of 50, 40 or 50 million babies. That would be like tall if you or zygotes or whatever, you, like all the different sizes of the abortions. And I was picturing them in just one giant pile and how big that pile of dead babies would be or dead fetuses or whatever you want to call them. You choose the word. I don't mean to manipulate you. And that it would probably be bigger than the biggest mountain on planet Earth, on this planet that we live on. And it would probably crest into the clouds, right? It would have its own like weather patterns, but it would just be this pile of dead babies. And I bring that up. Because you should just be honest with yourself. It's the same thing like I eat a ton of meat. Like yesterday, all I had was meat and hard cheese. But I will go over to that PETA site. I think it's PETA, whatever it is. The, the people who hate killing animals, right? And they have a video on that site. And I will watch that video. And I dare any of you to do it. The last time I did it, it took me four sittings to get through it. Four sittings. Because I was crying so hard. And if you watch that video and it doesn't stop you from eating meat for two weeks, I don't know what to say to you. Because you, I just I stopped it. If you, like, you want to quit eating meat, go over that way. And, and you should do that. And you should do that. If you're, if you're like going to Safeway like me and buying pounds and pounds of cheap meat so that you can like get on the carnivore diet, you should also watch videos of how animals are treated. And, and I know some of you are going to be like, well, I hunt my own meat and blah, blah, blah. Cool. Yeah, I get it. And I get it that some of you are going to be like, yeah, I believe in women's rights. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying it's an easy decision. I'm just saying don't lie to yourself. That's it. Don't lie to yourself. Think about all – like, there's this crazy statistic on the CDC website that for every 1,000 babies that are born with black skin, 500 babies with black skin are aborted. That's like 
that's like really hard to process. That's like, if you really think about it, that's really hard to process. Or if you go to that PETA site and see how animals are killed and treated, you will be blown away. You will cry your fucking eyes out. So anyway, I just, I just like to keep it real. I actually, I don't even know if I like it. I just think it's like mandatory to be, uh, to be an honest human. Wow, 24 minutes. Do you think that my UFC fighter is going to show up? Daniel Rodriguez. This was going to be such a great story, you guys. This was going to be such a great story. Oh, man. Should nickname this stand up the pod. Should nickname this the stand me up podcast. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, And Chuck was one of the trainers. Oh, Anthony, that's awesome. Yeah. Doesn't get better than that. Isn't that amazing that Chuck's not on um, social media at all? I was raised on a farm. Most farm animals have great lives for the most part. These videos are picked. Chickens do have it the worst, though. Thank you, Jason. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, they basically, in, in the video, they show a cow that's, like, injured, being dragged off by its tail and then, like, dipped into a vat of, like, hot oil, and that's how it's killed. I mean, it is some fucked up stuff that's where i i deposit and like i like seriously like imagine watching a video and you just start crying like you're sobbing it's nuts it's nuts i uh i i I don't know if this i don't know if these stories are true but i just heard a, a story coming out of australia we're so weird humans are so weird i heard the story coming out of australia where they, there were 15 dogs at an animal shelter, and the people who take took care of those 15 dogs couldn't get to them because of the travel restrictions in Australia. Like, you couldn't go more than, like, three kilometers or three miles from your house. So instead of, like, just breaking or making an exemption for, for those travel restrictions for the people who were taking care of those dogs and that animal control, they just went over and someone shot the dogs and killed the dogs. Seems a little harsh to me. Like, I, I would let them go run wild first before I shot them, but... Maybe that's not smart either. But in the same week, another guy, I don't know who this is, but this rich guy from from Britain or some guy from Britain rented a plane and flew it into Afghanistan to save 150 abandoned military dogs that were there. So it's just crazy. So think about it. One place on the planet, a human is going through extraordinary measures to fly into a war zone to (laughs) – to save 150 dogs and meanwhile in australia where everything is safe and fine but they're afraid of a virus that kills fat old people who are addicted to carbo refined carbohydrates um they killed 15 dogs instead of taking the risk of killing more fat old people it's it's, it's a weird world What's funny about the left is they are the people of science but when it doesn't fit their agenda it turns into philosophical argument yeah it, it, it and also the problem is, is that, you know, it's sometimes just to, just to make myself, my blood boil, I'll go over and I'll watch like something that Trevor, Trevor Noah does, or I watch like any, any of those types of like half comedy, half news shows. And it's all just making fun. And, and like, I'm all for, um, like for having fun and making fun, but they're not making fun. 
to be funny. They're making fun to bolster their position. But there's never any facts. It's all just crazy, crazy manipulative. And 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 I'm not I'm not saying that the that the right doesn't ever do that, but the left, like whenever I watch shows and I, whenever I watch CNN, MSNBC, it's like always so it's it's always adjectives and so emotional. And it's like, "Hey, we we need some numbers." Like I I just I I want to see the um I want to see the numbers. I want to see the transcripts. Like if you're going to tell me Trump is racist, I want to see the video. Like like show me show me where he said those things. Because like cuz that Fox will do that with Biden, right? They'll they'll just show you like they don't even tell you he's racist. They just show you the video clips and then you can hear it yourself. Just show it. Don't tell me. Just show me. I want I want to see it. I want to I want to read about it. I want to see the transcript. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Science is a really weird thing. Science is a really weird thing. Doctors are not scientists, and that and that's another another huge, 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 huge problem we have. People are so confused about what doctors are. They are very, 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 very confused. They're they're confused about what medicine is. Medicine does not have the cure for um, what's going on in this country, and yet we're sending all those people to hospitals. It's nuts. You should get Steve Crowder on your podcast. He's super into fitness. Hodge Twins started into fitness as well. I don't – that name sounds familiar, Steven Crowder, but I don't know who he is. Hodge Twins, those are the um, the black guys. They get they get a little uh, – they, 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 even though they're pretty far uh, right, obviously, they start doing some of that left shit too, that name-calling shit. I just it, – it's uh, – I'm okay them doing it. I'm just I'm just not a fan of it. Like I don't watch it. I just turn it off. But but I hear you. And I appreciate what they're doing. But when it gets to like just the name calling or making fun, I I I I, I look the other way. I tried to get Josh Bridges on the show today. Anytime I interview fighters, I want to get Josh on. For three reasons. In this order. I like Josh. He has 750,000 followers, and he's a he's a former military guy, former Navy SEAL. Why would I want a guy with 750,000 followers and a former Navy SEAL? Because I feel like – and he wrestled, and he has a fight coming up. But I feel like it gives me clout, respect, and uh, uh, and a little – what's it called? Cachet with the people I'm going to interview, the fighters. Um, and Josh is always, like, so sweet. He, he and, and, of course, I love he, – he's a great speaker, and I, and I love hanging out with him. But I invited him on the show today, and he couldn't do it because he was. Uh, it was a travel day for him, and and I'm so glad he didn't show up because I would have sucked if I took Josh's time and we got stiffed by Daniel Rodriguez. I went back and watched your old behind the scenes in 2013 before social media was huge and everyone had their own YouTube channel. They seem more honest and eager in the old videos than today, dude. Dude, you nailed it. By the way, uh, Ghost of Versailles, uh, Jason, all of you guys, Lizzie, Anthony, all you guys who are keeping the show alive this morning, I really appreciate it. Yeah, Maria, Josh is awesome. He really is awesome. Uh, did you hear about farmers being paid and subsidized to destroy their crops to manufacture uh, food shortage? I did see that. My whole life, since I've been a little kid, farmers have been paid to destroy their crops. So when I see that now, I can't tell. I haven't looked into it deeply. I can't tell if it's just a propaganda coming from the right or more of that scare tactic shit. I couldn't tell exactly. But yeah, that's been that's been something that's been going on um, forever. 
in this country. I mean, I, I, I remember being a kid and learning in school. I can't remember if it was Kansas and one other state, but basically the government, they made the farmers made more money from the government than they did from selling their crops. And it's been like that forever. What really concerns me, Jiggy, is look at the subsidiz- subsidization of sugar in the United States. It's like $14 billion. There's 14,000 employees in the sugar industry in the United States, and they're subsidized by $14 billion. That's about $250,000 a person. That's insane. Sevon, you should get your neighbor, the doctor, on and have a debate. We need a new narrative. Our media out here is swaying the masses and forcing a passport on us. Who is my neighbor, the doctor? I don't have a doctor neighbor. Do I? Uh, are you ready for CFK? It's funny. Matt Sousa, the producer, um, said, hey, a lot of people are asking for uh, CFK. Do you want to have her on? And like my fingers typed, okay, send. But like I really am not ready to have her on. But like what – right? Got to face those fears. And here's the reason why. She's going to say stuff that I'm going to really like and it's going to be fun, I'm sure. And we're going to explore some shit. And I'm just not ready to talk about that shit about my own personal life. I mean my mom and my sister listen to this show for God's sake. Josh, Matt, Sevon podcast. I have no idea. I have no idea. Uh, someone, two people told me the other day who are, who are, who are both, uh, acquaintances of myself and Matt and Josh told me from the outside that they, that the show's over, but I don't know how they would know. You know, to be honest with you, as far as I'm concerned, it'll never be over. So like, even if we didn't do a show for 10 years, like I would, I would still like be, be like thinking that one's coming, but that's just how I am. I thought in the past you chatted about a neighbor that was a doc. Uh, I mean, Mike, I go to a lot of events where my kid, I go to events like daily events with my kids where there's other parents there and a bunch of them are doctors and I definitely don't see eye to eye with them. It's scary how much food. Well, kind of we do, but kind of we don't. They, People think that you can help people, and that word help is a really, really, really trippy word, help, because I think that 99% of the help that people give to other people is actually hurting them, and, and it, it's it's pathetic and sad and uh, and bad. It's scary how much food people are putting into their mouths that is processed, so dangerous. Yeah. I I don't do much I, I don't do much of the processed food talk, but you're you're probably right. I just really stick to the uh, added sugar and uh, refined carbohydrates. I think that, and that's where we get to the whole food drought food drought debate. A lot of people want to claim that there's not that we're in a food drought, and or, or sorry, not that we're in a food drought, but that there's food droughts in the United States, and I don't believe in that. I've traveled to all 50 states. No, that's not true. I've been to 49 states. I've been everywhere but Alaska. I've been to some really, really – oh, look at this. Oh, I just got a text from Matt Fraser. Not about the podcast though. Dude, how incredible is that that Matt sold out all of his uh, like supplement stuff, that podium stuff. They sold out. That's amazing. I'm so stoked for him. I love it when people are killing it. Um, uh. I think you can go anywhere in the United States, and I've been to a lot, a lot of really, really poor places all over the planet, and I've seen famine. I've seen famine on three continents, and I mean like real famine, like you're staring at kids who like who are dying, who can't move. Shit like you're looking at, and you just start crying. 
I'm not even a religious guy, but stuff where like I start talking to God, like, why am I witnessing this? What the fuck am I seeing? And I think that you, I, I, I think that you can, I think that some, I think you're better, significantly better off eating hot dogs and hard cheese or McDonald's hamburgers without the bun, the french fries and the shake than you are worrying about processed foods. I really like, I think that's the place, like, I think that's the place to start. Now, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that processed foods are good for you in the slightest. I'm just saying what I'm seeing is, is that added sugar and refined carbohydrates are, are like, it's everything. It's like, it's, it's, and they've known that, they've known that since the 30s when they basically, when sugar started killing thousands and thousands of people, giving them cancer. They knew right away. They knew that in the 30s. And now today, 600,000 people in the United States die every year from cancer. And wh wh why do they die from cancer? Because they're looking for a cure for cancer. How fucking stupid is that to be looking for a cure for cancer? Let me rephrase that. How stupid is that to be looking for a cure for cancer in a vacuum? There's no cure for cancer. How about stop poisoning yourself? It's like hitting yourself in the head with a hammer while trying to develop headache medicine. Are you out of your fucking mind? How about stop hitting yourself in the hammer in the head with the hammer first? It's it's just complete insanity. And now we have this thing called uh I don't even want to say it. The 19 thing and people are concerned about that. It's it's just the same thing that it's the same thing over and over and over and over. Sevon, you should get your neighbor the doctor uh I thought you in the past you chatted with uh does Where's Brian? Huh. Heidi, you're so consistent. Uh, I don't know where Brian is. Uh, but I, I invite him to come on every show. But he's a busy man. He's a busy man. Uh, we are in Vancouver, only a short distance from you, Sevon. Oh, that's pretty far. Does CrossFit not push healthy eating as much as fitness for the reason? I'm curious, like um, um, a monster as a main sponsor for the games? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, definitely people working out in their bra and underwear and dudes working out in shorts with all these muscles hanging out everywhere. I mean, it's just funner to watch than talk about sugar. I mean, I like watching all that stuff. What do you think about making a wild card heat at the games? Maybe five or ten people that don't get any gear unless they make the final cut. That don't get any gear. I don't understand. Uh, can a hungry badger eat a hungry lion this weekend? Okay, I don't understand that either. High fructose corn syrup, worst thing ever made. Pretty bad. That is a nightmare. For those of you who don't know how the body processes high fructose corn syrup, it is significantly worse than sugar. Imagine, I mean, we all know how bad sugar is. Basically what sugar does is it fucks with your hormones. And when your hormones get fucked up, all the different diseases start. Heart disease, type 2 diabetes, coronary, like all the shit. Everything gets all fucked up, and that's why you're not supposed to eat sugar because it fucks with your hormones, your leptin, your insulin, all that stuff. Well, high fructose corn syrup comes into your body, and your body then has to turn that into sugar. And I think it's the liver, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that does that. And in the process of your liver turning high fructose corn syrup into sugar, you get fatty liver disease. I mean, it's a mess. It's so bad. It's so bad. I had a red velvet cupcake last night for grandma's 94th birthday, and I couldn't silence Sevon in the back of my mind. Oh, awesome. I mean, congratulations, your grandma's 94. How did you feel? 
How did you feel? By the way, that sounds great. I think there should be a combat sport in the games. You and me both. But But I'm also, I know that's probably wrong. Uh, how would you make teams more fun to watch? Do you need more behind this? If, nudity. I would add nudity. One member of the team has to be nude at all times. <laughs> Liver, yes. Thanks, Ghost of Versailles. Yeah, I mean, high fructose corn syrup. If you're still eating high fructose corn syrup, you are either... Yeah, don't do that. That is... That's like eating matches knowing that they'll ignite somewhere in your body. Like, like just eat fire, just eat sugar. If you're, if you're, if you have no, like, just eat sugar, then it's really, you're, you're really giving yourself a double whammy with that high fructose corn syrup. Should my feelings be hurt that, um, there's only 47 viewers or should I be blown away? Like, holy shit. I can't believe there's 47 viewers. 7:40 AM. Guys, thank you. I'm so sorry. I, 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 I'm looking to see. I, I can't emphasize enough how bad I feel. Not for you, for myself. <laughs> that Daniel didn't show up. Oh, I just want to interview UFC fighters. Are your boys going to start training? Are you going to start training BJJ with your boys? Every time I think about doing it, my back starts to hurt, Tyler. I have a really, really, really bad back. I basically can't sleep more than six hours without my back. My and I can feel my spine now, just sitting here. It's like my spine burns. I have a my back is jacked, but I still work out every day. But when I wake up in the morning, I can barely move. I can barely move, and I just don't want to risk hurting myself. How do a homeless person has five not homeless girlfriends? Oh, that that I need to. That should be a movie. That should be a movie. I'm going to tell you the secret about being homeless. No one wants to be around people who tax the system. And I'll give you some examples of that. No one want, no, went like, like when I was in college, you never wanted to be around people who were always bumming cigarettes from you. So I would have a pack of cigarettes and someone would be like, can I have a cigarette? And like, they, do you have an extra cigarette? Can I have a cigarette? Can I have a sip of your beer? Do you have, can I come over to your house and eat something? No one. And so the thing is, is like, if you never tax people, and, and those are really um, superficial things I'm talking about there, not in a bad way, but they're, but, but you can tax people emotionally, intellectually. If you don't tax people, if you can sustain your own happiness yourself, whether it be mental, physical, emotional, nutritionally, people will gravitate to you. People will gravitate to you. People do not want to be around people who tax the system. And if you can stay connected to the source of life, then you will have endless abundance to give to other people. Yeah, I was free. And what do I mean attached to the source? The only people who are attached to the source are people like being it. You have no self when you're attached to the source. Like nothing could ever offend. Nothing ever. I shouldn't say couldn't offend you, but nothing offends you. You're you're not thinking about yourself. There's a Taoist saying, stop thinking and all your problems will go away. It's kind of like that. It's kind of like after you do a hundred burpees for time. 
and you're just laying there on the ground and no matter what's going on, you're just kind of watching your breath. You're like, holy shit, I hope I can get enough air in to stay alive. That's like that. Whether you know it or not, at that moment, you're attached to the source. And as long as you can stay attached to that source, you can give endlessly to other people. And basically in that space, when you're giving endlessly to other people and you're not taxing them, that's how you have five girlfriends when you're homeless. Because basically you're just, you're just a fucking bundle of energy. You're just, you're like your own little son. You're your own little generator. You're going into people's houses and doing their dishes and not talking nonstop and just be, you're just chill. You're just cool. Sevalon is very Creed Bratton. Now that I think about it, he won't get this joke. I don't. Is it, are you English? Is it an English guy? What is the matrix? It's a fun one to think about. Thoughts on Joe Rogan getting COVID. I thought it was cool that he, I thought it was cool. My mom sent me that video actually. Um, I thought it was cool that he, he was honest and shared and shared his, that told, told the world he got it. I thought it was awesome that someone as rich as him just bombed it with everything, right? Um, you know what I'm curious about? I, 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 I do believe, I don't know, I don't know, but I do believe that if you fight off um, SARS-CoV-2 with your innate immunity, that you will be, that there's, that there's ample evidence to show that you will be um, more immune or protected from it in the future in its original source, form, or the variants. I do believe that. That's different than knowing that. I don't know that. But I do believe that. <laughs> and that's my right to believe that, and I think there's evidence to show that. Now, I wonder that if you take ivermectin and it kills the virus, that if you still get that memory of the sickness and, and the, in your whatever it is, your hypothalamus or your NK cells, or your T cells, I wonder if they remember or are able to catalog the SARS-CoV-2 to protect you the next time. I, I, I would be really curious. There's so many unanswered questions, but I know a lot of, I know a lot of people who got their kids the chickenpox vaccine and then the kids ended up getting chickenpox. I know that when you look at the New York Times or any of these shit rags, even they are somewhat honest that um, if you get the, the people who get the measles and the measles outbreaks, half those kids are vaccinated. I mean, you see that. So you know that the people in general, that if people who get sick, especially healthy people, I mean, that's why vaginal birth is so important. That's why breastfeeding is so important. You give all that shit to kids when they're little, and and their, their their innate immune system catalogs those sicknesses, those viruses, those bacteria, and immediately becomes aware of them, and then is able to fight them off for the rest of your life. I mean, look at my kids. Vaginally born, breastfed, didn't take a bath the first three months they're on the planet. We've done nothing. My kids walk around barefoot ninety five percent of the time. I let them crawl everywhere. My kids just don't get sick. I, 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 I don't know what, I don't know what to say. Like, and when they do get sick, it's like, they're not really sick. They're just like, you know what I mean? Like, so, uh, the, the body's an incredible thing. If you, if you, it's like this, it, imagine if every time you fell down, instead of standing up, you picked yourself up. So, sorry. Imagine if you fell down, imagine this, every time you fell down, someone came over and picked you up. So like my kids fall anywhere from 100 to 500 times a day. Isn't that amazing? Like none of us listening to the show right now probably ever fall down. 
but my kids fall down 100 to 500 times a day. But imagine if every time they fell down, I ran over and picked them up. That means they would lose 500 air squats a day or 100 air squats a day. That's, I think it's like that with the immune system. I think if you overprotect your kids, that basically what you're doing is, is you're, you're, you're taking away their ability to learn for their body to learn and fight off all of those things. You're making them weak. And that, we, that's full circle to like, hey, you think you're helping people? You're fucking hurting people. You're hurting people. No one great at the top was helped. I mean, helped to the point of crippling them. Of course, we should all help each other, but you should really know what help is before you try to help people because most of us are hurting people when we help them. So what does help look like? I'm going to give you an example. Oh, man. What does help look like? We'll never know for sure. Because you don't know what the you don't you know you don't know what the butterfly effect is. You don't know what the ripples it's putting out into the world when you help someone if it's who it's hurting or who it's helping. There's this Buddhist story about a guy who who's walking down the street. He sees a snail on the sidewalk. He picks up the snail so it won't get steps on and sets it in the bushes. And he sets it in the bushes where there was snail bait that ends up killing the snail. But there's things that like digni- those of us who are dignified do hold doors open for people. Um, you're at a store that only accepts that only accepts cash, and there's a, a a woman in front of you with a child, and she's trying to buy the child a sandwich, and the child's crying, and she realizes the store doesn't take credit card, and that's all she has, and it's like eight dollars and fifty cents for the sandwich she wants to buy her kid. You fucking pay for it, like just fucking like, don't be a douche. I mean, even if you only have ten bucks and you're buying yourself a Monster Energy drink, don't buy that Monster Energy drink for yourself. And like those are that's helping people. Um, you, you, someone, you're about to pull into a parking spot and like, you got there a little bit before someone, but you see this person really wants it. Just give it to them. These, these are the things that are helping people. Um, you know, I have these, uh, I have this huge marijuana plant in my backyard. I don't even smoke marijuana. I, I, this one kind of eats away at me a little bit cause I can't tell if this is actually helping people. So what did I do? I chopped it and trimmed it and it's drying in my garage. And when my friends come over or people come over, I know that smoke weed. I fucking fill them up a whole bag, like with an ounce of weed and I give it to them. Like, I don't like, I, you should just, my, my neighbor has chickens and he brings over a dozen eggs for me. Like, you know, once a month, like these are the kind of things that we should be helping with. My, my, my roof was leaking when I first moved into my house. It was during this massive storm and my neighbor came over and fucking repaired it for me on the fly. These are, these are ways that we should be helping people. But, but, but the, the, there's another form of helping people that really argues their limitations, basically feeling sorry for people, this kind of pseudo empathy, fake ass compassion. This is not helping people. Happy Gandhi. If the guest doesn't show up, you should interview a random subscriber. I should. Jason, problem is these days people don't want the truth. They want rose colored glasses and a big cup of sugar drink. Help is telling the truth even when it hurts. Yesterday I was revisiting some of Glassman's lectures, Sickness, Wellness, Fitness. He had the answer years ago. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Imagine imagine this guy's been yelling that the tsunami of chronic disease is coming. And now it's here. And instead of recognizing it and people being like, oh, my God, give this guy the fucking Nostradamus Award. Greg told us they're calling it a pandemic, a virus. Oh, it's so funny fucking nuts it is so nuts 
Uh, American Medical Association pissed Joe Rogan announced he took ivermectin, trying to stop doctors from prescribing it now. Uh, if you don't have ivermectin on hand, like if you didn't go out and get ivermectin yet, then th- th- you should. You should. I, I think. I have some. I, everyone I know has some. Uh, I know, man, that's my problem with Fauci. He lied instead of saying we don't know. Yep, I've been saying stop treating the public like they're stupid or they will turn into that. Yeah, you're right. Stop treating the public like they're stupid. It sucks. It sucks. And you know what's crazy? There's so many smart people who want to be treated like they're stupid. It's, um, it's, 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 they have a sign up at the, my local park that basically says, um, you can't play in the park for more than 30 minutes. You can't come in the park if you're over 65. And like, I, I share that with people and they're like, oh, they don't really enforce that. Oh, that's just a formality. Oh, that's just a suggestion. It's like, dude. None of what you're saying matters. They have a sign up, a permanent sign in our park that says this. Like this is a step in that direction. Stop reading into shit and just look at shit literally. What's Greg's background? How did he know the cure 15 years ago? He's he's just smart as shit, man. He's 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 a street fighter. Greg's a street fighter. He's just smart as shit. Yeah, um his dad was the head scientist for Hughes Aircraft. Now, I don't know if you know much about Hughes Aircraft, but look up the wiki page. The guy, Greg's dad, is is um, as real as it gets. Uh, and if you've, I don't think most people have met someone like that, someone who's as real as it gets. I mean, like real science, not consensus science, not peer review bullshit. There's no peer review in science. No one gives. No real scientist gives a shit about peer review. A hundred scientists tell you that that plane will fly and the plane crashes, and but but it's peer reviewed. Shut the fuck up. It doesn't matter how many scientists say two plus two is five. It does not matter. Real science doesn't work like that. Uh, and Greg knows about real science. If you talk to him, and so does his dad. They understand. They understand. They understand industrialized science, science that has to make money, like like insurance companies. Like that's real science. Like they study numbers because they have to make money. They cannot be losing money. Use aircraft. The plane must go in the air. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the scientists say or believe or peer review. Shit. What music are you into? I've been listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin lately. I don't know how, but my kids are into Led Zeppelin. I don't even like Led Zeppelin, but I've been listening to a lot of it lately. I don't know how they got into it. I like I like just all the normal cheesy shit. I like Drake. I like Lil Wayne. I like Eminem. I haven't listened to Kanye's new album. Is Ivermectin safe? How do you take it? You have to just look online. You have to look online. Yeah, it what the, the it, it's incredibly safe. I mean, it's um the the guys who it's been I think four billion doses is what I read last. Um, it, that's another thing people are saying it's a horse medicine. Like that's just idiocy. Go look online. It's a it's human tons of I think there's four billion doses have been given to human beings around the world. Go look online and figure it out. There's the, I mean you definitely don't want to take the wrong dose. You'll kill yourself. Just like just like if you took the wrong dose of Gatorade, you'd kill yourself. People just want to be able to drink on a patio out here instead of fighting for their freedom to be able to move freely. We will have a digital platform in less than two weeks. Aye. Scary. Where do you live, Craig? Australia? Please tell me you're not talking about the United States. 
I have a friend who lives in Hawaii. He told me Honolulu County now has a vaccine passport system. Isn't it amazing? 10 years ago, if I would have told you there was going to be a vaccine passport system, the people who are for it now would think you were crazy for bringing it up 10 years ago. They'd think you were a complete fucking loon. And then here they are now supporting it. Man. Can you imagine? Think of all the soldiers that died to fight for the freedoms that we have today. And now... And now there's people giving the, those freedoms away because they're afraid of something that kills people who are 30 years complicit in their mo- demise with an average age of 80 years old. <laughs> it's just nuts. Uh, is the go-kart coming for the three plane brothers? It came. I got a go-kart for him. It's not really a go-kart. Go-kart was like 2800 bucks. I just couldn't see spending that much money on a go-kart for my kids. I ended up getting them this thing that's made in China. It's a, it's a, uh, electric all-terrain vehicle. It goes like 13 miles an hour. I think I heard, I think I just heard a baby wake up. They're not babies anymore. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. That was fun. Uh, I will circle back with Daniel Rodriguez and try to get him on the show. I am so excited for Sunday's show. Sunday's show is going to be with Justin Medeiros and James Hobart. It's going to be the new show. I'm really excited about that format. Uh, the new show is going to be awesome. It's going to be funny. It's going to be light. Um, everyone thinks they can't be a Nazi till they are one. Yes, you are so right. You are so right. <laughs> that is a, That should be a shirt. Uh, thank you, Dana. You guys are great. Thanks for your time. Uh, I will see you guys. I don't think we have a show tomorrow. I'm trying to do six a week and, uh, I'll see you guys on Sunday evening, 6 PM Pacific standard time with Hobart and Justin Medeiros. Um, thanks. Thanks, Anthony. You guys are awesome. Love the new show. Thanks. Yeah, it's fun, right? It'll be crazy. It'll get so fun. And we take live callers on that. I really want it to be just crazy. I want it to be just a crazy shit show. So um, hopefully we can get that going. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>